0: Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Chris Dimon, Travis Terrell, Chris Garner producing, everybody. We had a fun-filled hour last hour, and you can go learn about that on Twitter at Mm -hmm. We Are Live Radio. You can vote. We've got a poll. Be sure to check it out. Uh, Read it for the fine folks. uh, We've we've came up with our own tag team of animals in a post-apocalyptic St. Louis-specific event. You have to choose one of three groups. My group, Chimps and Elephants. Travis, birds and gorillas. Gardner went with hippos and bears. It's very important to us that you go to Twitter and vote on that to see which you would harness to take over against the other. No no guns. No guns. No guns. No guns. No guns. Too cheating. Everybody has a gun. That ain't fair. Mm-mm. I'll be honest, though. Um, seeing a gorilla with, like, a a rifle, it would be <laughs> terrifying.
1: That's, chilling.
0: That's yeah. chilling shit. I think a gorilla Chimp with, a, with a Glock.
2: I think a gorilla with a machete.
1: Mm. Anything, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Any weapon. Wait.
0: Gorilla with a baseball.
1: Da. Yeah. With a bat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah. gorilla so go with a human limb.
0: Yeah, Imagine getting
2: beat oh, with another yeah. human limb. Your own. Your own limb. Hey, now that's em.
0: Whose arm would you choose if you had to use it as a uh, as a weapon in this? Do you have a spe- I'm going Mark McGuire.
2: <laughs> like, roid it up, Mark McGuire? Or. Oh,
0: he's not here to talk about the past, Mark McGuire.
2: Oh, I'm taking. Oh, I'm easily taking Tyler O'Neill's leg. Okay. okay. Just having my. Ch- hey, gorilla, get his legs! Uh huh. <laughs> Ooh, give me that. Use those as weapons? Ooh, boy. Getting oh. smacked in the face with a leg of Tyler O'Neill?
1: I was reading about a strong man over the weekend named Eddie Hall. Mm hmm. Maybe I'll use one of his limbs. <laughs> he apparently had an incident where he. um. Was doing a leg press, wow. and there was so much weight that the weights—oh
2: nope, don't want to hear about that. We're good. I <laughs> just it, threw
1: up in my mouth, and it smashed his penis. Ah! It started bleeding. He, had, he drove himself to the hospital. Ah! Gardner, enough! Weights fell and smashed his dick. Ah! That's why I don't go to the gym. Ah! <laughs> It, now. it all <laughs> makes sense no i ain't going to the gym why not i could smash my dick <laughs>
2: uh mm-hmm. we had a fun weekend
0: uh I, he's I, thinking about what we're gonna do here uh, no, no i already know ahead. no
2: Wait, I, so. it was a fun weekend i was under the weather but how do you, you know, know who, i had a fun weekend I, yeah. because you're a gardener i'm sure you did something with sean or you're at a bar at some point
1: I was at a bar. Okay, there you go.
2: Then you were happy, I'm sure, because That's you were fine. in your zone. You're good. Chris probably went down to see the family. They hunted some elk. Uh, he hung out in yeah, Tower elk Grove, died. probably went to a craft store. I think there's uh, some elk on a reserve in, like, southern Missouri. Oh, you know, what Chris does some hillbilly. Oh, I took my dogs out for a walk, and I ate venison all weekend. That's probably what Chris did. Am I right? Pretty close. But uh, the kids up in Harvard, Yale, had themselves an eventful weekend uh-huh. uh, because they decided to uh, crash a football game. That's right. Everyone knows the uh, the always exciting Harvard-Yale Bowl that takes place every year between yeah. the two put, Ivy League I put a lot of my day
1: but, on that. Yeah. What's the name of the game?
2: It's called the Yale Bowl.
1: Is it? I don't know what it's no, called. I, I don't why care. Why would they cl- only I, name I, it after one school? I don't know.
2: Remember. Because they're Yale. I know. It's a cure like that. I don't know. What's the, the name Harvard. of the- What's it called? The Harvard-Yale
1: rivalry? I don't know. Well, I'm sure that's one way okay. of putting well, it. Okay. Well, that's how you go.
2: I don't know. I, I could afford those schools.
1: Oh, that's why you didn't go. I didn't go? Yeah.
2: I can afford to go. Uh, They decided to, uh, the the kids got together and uh, decided to uh, delay the the game. game. The The game game
1: is what it's called.
2: Uh, Spectators rushed the field to stage a climate change protest at halftime of Saturday's Harvard Yale game, delaying the start of the second half. By nearly an hour and causing the game to finish in near darkness the 136th edition of the game between the ivy league rivals went to halftime around 1 40 p.m eastern and students from both schools occupied midfield after the yale band finished performing most protesters left about an hour when they were escorted off by police who were then told about two dozen who remained. They were under arrest. The field was ultimately cleared, and the game resumed around 2.48 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Now, the delay led to an issue for the game's finish because at the Yale Bowl, there is a lack of stadium lights. Mm -hmm. And Sunset in New Haven, Connecticut, was set for 4.26 on Saturday. The darkness problem was compounded as the game went to double overtime, but Yale ultimately got a stop to win 50-43 to 43 and uh-huh. secure a share of the Ivy League title at 438 before it became too dark to play. Hmm. In a statement the Ivy League referred to the protest as regrettable, Yale said that while it stands firmly for the right of free expression, it had issues with how the protesters went about their demonstration. Here's some of the video. Well... Uh, Gardner made an interesting point, I, and I have to give credit where credit is due. And, and I try to be as consistent as possible when it's convenient for myself. Mm. <laughs> but, I try uh, to
0: be consistent when it directly benefits me. But uh,
2: that's uh, that's one way to use your privilege. Mm. And I
1: agree. Good for them. I liked watching people online get upset.
2: Protest is supposed to be Who is in... upset? Were people upset? Like I'm, I'm just wondering. Like which was it? Be, be outside of the usual circle of people.
1: Mm, no. Was there
2: anybody unique? Okay. It was what was your traditional conservative sports fans?
1: Conser- or I don't want to who, send you. Who
2: call it an elite liberal bastion, Yale and Harvard, but I now they care about kids I and what they do at those don't want
1: to kids. send this down a path. Oh, boy. So oh, I don't boy. want to name names.
2: Okay. Do I know them? Yes. Have I worked with them?
1: Yes. Okay. That's all I needed to know. Okay. So it's just, and then you see afterwards videos from, I think maybe the captains of each team who were who knew what was going down and were supportive of nice. the students as well. Nice. So I mean it, it someone made a point it was like it's funny to watch people get upset about a game they didn't care about.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Like, did anyone know that Harvard and Yale, outside of folks who attended Harvard and Yale, and I would imagine there's some folks who attended Harvard and Yale who didn't know this game was going on, because usually when you graduate from those schools, the last thing you're probably
1: still thinking about
2: is fucking football.
1: Well, I used to watch the game every year. Brilliant. With my friend Ron, computer Ron, rest in peace.
2: Oh, was a Harvard guy? He was
1: a Yale guy. Yale guy? He was an Eli.
2: So I can understand maybe alums, obviously, knowing when that game took place. But the average college football fan had no clue that game was even taking place this weekend. And it's in a place, New Haven, Connecticut, where I would imagine most folks who have a conservative bent (laughs) don't give one rat's ass about what goes on in New Haven, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. So for people to give a damn, I guess I can't say that I'm surprised. That people would phone, you know, just feign outrage, it was like,
1: oh, like, "Oh, I don't think it. I don't think it lasted too long." Though, it didn't. It I, was peaceful. No one was hurt. Well, the I students mean, just understood. the outrage, even just because um, people started seeing, "Oh, yeah, the football players knew this was happening," right? And it was a direct message to the presidents of each university. Right. So, and was, those are
2: influential individuals to be president so, of Harvard and Yale. I would imagine you got some pull in certain parts of the country where. You know, if you're going to speak truth to power, why not to those two how individuals? Many,
0: how many TikTok videos were made while in the middle? That's a question. That's a good question. question. That's yeah. the real. Trying
1: thing. to figure TikTok out. Me too.
0: I'm not. I I I. I <laughs>
2: it's not it's not my lane, but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll be cr- seeing us create any TikTok videos anytime soon. But really? Cool. I eh, think well, you okay, will. Yeah, you would be like likely to make TikTok goal. videos. Mm-hmm.
1: Like interviewing yourself. No. Oh, that's a good point. I saw one of someone interviewing themselves basically. Oh nice. It worked out entertaining. Yeah, it was good. Um
2: salute to them. I I I look. I love when Are you you,
1: saluting white people?
2: I am saluting Hmm. the white people on this. I'm saluting the the woke whites. Hey, it's climate change. It's bigger than football. It's bigger than those two universities. Like it's it's important that people care about serious things and Mm -hmm. you'd send kids to schools like Harvard and Yale for them to immerse themselves. you would have went there and done the same thing. Absolutely. You had the money. You had the money. It's
1: kind of hard to write a check like that. You know, you did text, let's see them shut down a highway. (laughs) I did. To us. I did. I did. I'm like, hey, man, hey, don't stop at a football game. And I think I aptly uh, pointed out that um, that would be appropriation. Yep. It's true. Then shut down like a
2: a white highway, like 44.
1: (laughs) we going to shut down a white highway today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me uh, uh, ask this. <laughs> would, anybody, would anybody who is upset about a highway shutdown have been upset if you were shutting down Highway 70 at Goodfellow? <laughs> would they have said anything? You want to find a way to get your own people to turn on each other? <laughs> Do that. But the people that were complaining before, would they have really cared then? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I choose not to comment.
1: The, 70 at Bercher. Okay. They would have been like, where's Bercher? Well,
2: 270
1: Wh- by... Where is this so we know what to yell about? Yeah, 270 by Lindbergh. <laughs> yeah. You want to
2: see some... Man, you can, you can lose... You'll lose the movement in <laughs> one night of traffic. <laughs> you want to lose 50% of black support? Shut down a highway <laughs> on 270 <laughs> near Lindbergh. On a Saturday, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you'll lose the entire movement. They crazy. They stupid. What'd you shut down? Two seventy and done. Oh,
2: oh, sh- shit. Uh, shoot! Go police! Go <laughs> police! Go! Pol- <laughs> the, the movement would flip oh, in got, a heartbeat.
1: We gotta get the white highways. Uh,
2: maybe all lives matter. Maybe all <laughs> lives matter. <laughs> People will flip in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. Don't shut down no black side of the highway. Uh-uh. Don't you do it? Mm-mm.
1: Don't do it. I won't shut down. Bert Don't shut it down, good fellow. Don't do it, Jenny and Station. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, Jenny
2: Station. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> now, now,
1: now. You've incited a gang war, and that's how the St. Louis apocalypse <laughs> happens. My uh, my great grandpa lived right off of uh, Goodfellow, off the highway there. Like a block off the highway, we used to go visit them all the time. A nice yeah. backyard. They're smart. Very smart.
0: Makes sense. What do you guys think about Top Golf coming to the city? Do you see this in St. Louis? That's actually uh, a decent Chris. A decent I have to thing that could happen.
2: That it's a hole in one
0: idea. Yeah. Um, mm. They're talking about coming to uh, the city, I believe, right off of Shoto mm-hmm. is, has been rumored. And with that, I do think it's funny that, I mean. It is news. It really is. They've seem like they've done a really great job in Chesterfield, mm-hmm. where they're at currently. They do well about everywhere they go. If you like it, you don't. I think you can't argue they have success. And whenever you're talking about bringing something like that, has to be in a downtown area, right? I what I was mean, the with all the other development? It could be. I don't know. It's I think. No, I think what, what and could be Compton good. and Shoto. Compton and allegedly. I don't know. We don't have to. It's not like a crime, but. Is that, is that It's being rumored. I mean, it yeah, was, it was rumors, brought up in rumors. the business. That's where got the got report it. says. Got that's got what it. the report
2: says. Look, we uh, talked about it when they were first uh, opening up Top Golf. I said, from a, a personal standpoint, it'd been really cool if they had opened it up something mm-hmm. near Union Station, somewhere downtown, with the lovely St. Louis skyline in the background as you uh, hit a few golf balls off. Uh, I just thought it would be really cool because I've seen it done in other cities and how they've used. You know, their surroundings to incorporate Top Golf. So I think this is really cool. I hope it goes forward. Look, it appears that uh, major businesses are starting to put a lot of Jack, as Dan Kroenke would say, oh, into do the that. city again.
0: There's a lot of, like, and then there's the rumor of this Shoto's Landing thing that they're exploring that's mm-hmm. uh, at the banks of the Mississippi, literally.
2: Well, you got the foundry opening up here soon. Uh, you got, the, of course, the uh, the Ferris wheel and the new mini golf down at Union Station. Of course, you so have the MLS aquarium, Stadium. And gonna the aquarium's going to be that. there, yeah. yeah. And got the MLS Stadium coming here in the next couple of years. You put a nice little top golf. St. Louis, there will be things to do. And hopefully, you, you're yeah. hoping that that motivates yeah, now more. Are. Hotel chains start opening up places in downtown. Maybe you can revitalize that Millennium Hotel. I think when something like that there are certain areas that are parts of downtown. I think you still, you if you can find a way to bring back the landing mm. and things like the Millennium Hotel, then St. Louis will be on the move. You yeah. got, I would love to see the landing be what it was about 10 years ago. You if they can get back to that, s- then we have something.
1: Start pushing north,
0: though. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, yeah, you're going to run into the same issue. Well, you look look always you're, do. You're, you're looking at, you at the
2: NGAs opening up here as well. Yeah. They'll start breaking ground, I think, at the beginning of New Year. Where's that at? Uh, that's right off Cass and St. Louis Avenue. So that's like on the right North there, City. right there, mm-hmm. oh, right there wow. on the corner. So you got that extends, close
1: to where Pruitt Igoe used, used to, be.
2: to be. It's about ninety so, plus acres of uh, what they're going to ultimately take up. So you know that's going to bring jobs. So, so you build then, that up, and then you can really invest in North City because yes, you have jobs there.
0: There'll be a Starbucks, or there'll be ten things that pop up around that area just because of the traffic counts that are going to change there. Yeah. Right. I mean, I th- I think this you is. Think. I mean, no, that's how those corporations work. Like that's yeah. why they'll.
2: There are a few seminal things I think still need to happen in order for me to go. Okay, St. Louis is truly turned a corner. I will say it's it's going in the right direction in cer- certain spots as far as growing businesses, um, safety taxes, and the usage of those taxes uh, still worry me, especially with the current leadership uh, down at City Hall. However, uh, politics is politics in St. Louis. I think. If there becomes more of a shift down at City Hall, uh, maybe the <laughs> circuit attorney and the police department can start to get along here in the future. Maybe, maybe St. Louis could be on that, on the rise. There are still a few things I need to see in order to believe it's truly heading upwards.
1: Yeah, and building is good. It's good. And I know Not some be people, all, all. Are lot, and people have said and voiced it on Twitter. Uh, Tashara Jones being one, that, you know, it's nice to have the Shoto's Landy thing, but something, why can't they invest north? And that's fine, but that doesn't mean building is bad. No. Which Correct. Which I get from her at times, and I don't understand. Building is good. Um, so, now what you do have to take into account for, some will call it gentrification. It might be easier to refer to it as displacement. Yeah. Um, to figure out what you're doing when you're displacing people because they have to go somewhere. They have to go somewhere. So that's why it's key to have affordable housing whenever whatever you're doing as well. You can't just go in and say, we're going to invest this money and displace people and keep pushing them in other places.
2: And that's why I look at leadership currently, and this isn't picking on anyone in, in particular, but that's what I mean by it would be nice to have that voice saying what you just said as far as, all right, if we're going to truly you know, push the city forward and and, and try to build places uh, towards, you know, further North City, Mm -hmm. Uh, you need a a voice that can certainly advocate for that. And I just don't often hear that. I could be wrong. Um, Maybe Lewis Reed and others have spoken up about that. But I would love for there to be a stronger guiding voice that that informs the public about how North City needs to be revitalized.
1: What it has to be is it has to be a developer. That's what it's going to have to be. That that you need someone that's going to take the risk, to try to make it work, and see what happens. Okay. And that, that's the thing. It's going to be a, there will be a risk involved with it, but that's what it's going to take. It you have, people need something tangible to start believing. And once you have something, then maybe that allows other people to follow. Right. Now, who will be that person to take a risk? We know that one person had bought up land and has held the city hostage in a way with the way, but. Also, the city did it to itself with some of the agreements they made uh, with Paul McKee. Um, That's been an absolute disaster. Um, So I wouldn't trust him for anything, nor should you. And hopefully there's someone else that could take a risk that will do that. Because if that starts developing, then who knows? Who knows? We were once like the fourth highest population in all the nation. St. Louis.
2: Yeah. It's frustrating. But, Definitely frustrating.
1: Oh well. And there's so many opportunities to truly But yeah, I something. want top golf. Top golf is fine. However, so, is someone fine. did say to me, I'm not carrying my clubs at Compton and Shodo. No, I don't, I don't think you have to bring your clubs. You no, but what you can? Don't people
0: bring their clubs? Uh, I feel like that would be a big thing.
1: Yeah. I, I feel,
0: do people really bring their clubs?
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. But you uh, you have you can use their the clubs. The yeah, clubs. obviously. Okay.
0: Well, there you go. Should all be solved? Thank there you. Top golf, top golf and to soccer, top golf and soccer. we didn't even mention that. There is a lot going on. Top golf and soccer. Top golf and soccer. This is the white meat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> gentrification. I ain't never heard of that. Yeah. Anyway, let's open up a mini golf and aquarium. A Ferris wheel. <laughs> Don't you dare put mini
1: golf in that.
2: <laughs> top golf. Okay. And MLS soccer.
1: Uh-huh.
2: But I've never heard of gentrification. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, boys and girls, we play a game. We play a game that we use to unite and divide. Oh, that's the only way I like to uh to live. Is to unite and divide. And what Seems better way mean. to do that than the Great American Race? What are you pointing at? Okay, I forgot. Yeah,
1: there's no, no open open for that. We have a scoreboard though. Hello. Currently, Travis leading 600 to 590 in the final Great American Race showdown for the month of October. Each one of you has a story. We present that story to make the other's culture look not great. We have a scoring system based on a credit score. Chris starts with 850 each month. Mm Mm-hmm. Travis starts with 800. He has 50 points automatically deducted due to systematic racism. Mm. And we go from there. And then throughout the month, each one of you put your stories out there. You'll defend your story and also defend the, against the other story. That's right. And I'll kind of randomly decide if I'm taking or adding points mm. to each person. And whoever has the highest credit score at the end of the month is declared the winner of the Here Great American Race. USA.
2: USA. USA. U.S.A., U.S.A.
1: Mm, Trying to get points? It's not going to work. Damn it. So 600 to 590, Travis leads Chris. Who would like to start? Travis, I'll defer to you. Okay. Mm. Last Thursday
2: was an ugly moment for the NFL. Mm -hmm. As Miles Garrett, defensive end for the Cleveland Browns, got into some fisticuffs with... MAGA quarterback Mason Rudolph of the Pittsburgh I believe, Steelers. I believe you called it
0: assault with a deadly weapon, and you were taking the side of uh, the Pouncy Brothers.
2: You're right. You're right. It was assault. Miles Garrett nearly pummeled the skull of one Mason Rudolph when he took off his helmet and swung it on him. And in that moment, I would have to say that my community, we were hurt. We did not expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. Sure, Mason Rudolph. Had a few anti-cap, anti Jamel Hill tweets, but sure, he's retweeted several MAGA tweets.
1: Okay, has he? he? Yeah,
2: that's no big deal. Because he still does not mean someone should be hit with a helmet, especially their own. By the way, (laughs) get your ass kicked. They take off your helmet Uh and beat you with it.
1: That's like your own limb.
2: Not, not a good look for the white race. Not a good look Mm. for the. But. I digress. So this past Sunday, yesterday, uh, some fans uh, decided to uh, <laughs> reenact last Thursday's Fist of Cups hmm. as the Cleveland Browns were taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And some fans in the parking lot while tailgating Uh-oh. decided to hit a pinata. <laughs> dresses Mason Rudolph with a helmet! They are <laughs> reenacting a horrible assault that took place on National Tech. Look at these group of white people hitting a fellow white with a helmet. She's blindfolded. Well, she's not really hitting him very much. To she's missing badly. So look at the unathletic nature of white people. Ooh, okay. What an embarrassment. She could not even. Mm, she missed. Oh, poor girl. Oh, look at this, Chris. These are your people being in a great parking on, lot. Being Ooh.
0: led on by the sounds of Snoop Doggy Dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a Snoop Dogg. That
2: was, I think oh. that was George Clinton.
1: Was it?
0: So Chris didn't even know.
1: Uh, that was, play right it back.
0: back. It could be the sample that Snoop used from Clinton. We'll see about that.
1: Nevertheless. So who bought the Steelers helmet? That's a good question.
2: <laughs> Somebody went out and purchased a $200 helmet. <sighs>
0: And a (laughs) Pittsburgh Steeler pinata, Mason Rudolph. Shows the effort that uh, Garrett put into swinging. This has got to be a sad moment for the white race. Hmm. Hmm. How embarrassing.
1: Not terrible. Not a great moment. Pretty creative to to turn that into a pinata. (laughs) To advocate violence.
2: And, of course, this comes on the heels of Mason Rudolph denying, using a racial slur, Oh, we During the fist of between him and Miles Garrett, that's another poor reflex. Like, so it was bad enough that the kid so was, was there... cowering like a little baby back bit, and then four black looking dudes for the referee, like, "Oh, I it. got hit in the head! Help me, referee!" Apparently, he dropped a bomb of ends. Was
1: that confirmed?
2: Miles Garrett said he heard what he heard. What about the four black dudes
0: around him helping him? Did they hear that?
2: Miles Garrett said he heard what he heard.
1: So you're going on conjecture?
0: I'm going off that Miles Garrett said he heard. What do you he hear?
2: Miles Garrett has ears. Does he? He does. Do you know that? I can confirm that. I saw the scouting combine video. Okay. But this is just. That's what they said. Oh, there's the ears. By the way, Mason Rudolph <laughs> then went on to have a horrible game and was eventually benched halfway through for a rookie.
1: I'll take ten points off for of that. That's fine.
2: So you are dropping in bombs? Uh, you I, got I, I white people allegedly. Careful about allegedly, to according to Miles Garrett. And now you have white people mocking you by <laughs> using you as a <laughs> piñata during their tailgates mm-hmm. while playing Snoop Diggity Dog. Doesn't get more white than that. Ten points off
1: for the way you said that. That's but that's. Damn it, Snoop
2: Chris Diggity Dog.
1: What do you have to say to
0: yourself? Uh, it's uh, the <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly
0: exactly just d- directly speaking of your thing i'll uh, refer you to uh, march 31st 1998 where uh, north carolina center maktar jai recanted statements uh, that he made that <laughs> uh, Britton Johnson of the then led Rick Majeris, Utah Utes uh, said he uh, he used a racial slur and then Jai had to recant that. I wouldn't doubt if um, Miles Garrett had a similar one in the future, but we'll see, I don't know. So it, it was interesting to me that you would use that as your key piece of evidence. I don't know, and the,
2: the guy said he heard
0: what he heard. <laughs> That's
2: not a, that's to his not. point. To his point, he said it still was no excuse. He acknowledged that wasn't uh, an excuse for him to then hit the guy with his helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh but Miles Garrett said he heard him say it and I don't I wasn't there. You weren't there. It's true. Mason Rudolph was there. Pouncey was there. Miles Garrett was there.
0: And those only two who can tell us whether or not they heard what they heard. Well, I'm hearing that Floyd Mayweather is looking to have two more fights in 2020. You ever heard of that? Okay. You heard of Floyd? Uh-huh. What's he, what's he gotten in trouble for? Uh, he has a history of domestic violence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Continuing to put himself in the spotlight, thus damaging the credibility of what I would call a great American race, black people, mm-hmm. uh, and he's keeping himself front and center, advocating okay. for his past behaviors and potentially future behaviors, putting himself in the spotlight two more times in 2020. It's disgraceful. Well, I think he took... Right off into the sunset, Floyd.
2: I think he took a cue from his uh, former uh, friend. I don't know. Maybe there's still cohorts. Uh, uh, An inspiration to you and your community, Conor McGregor. I guess he figures since Conor McGregor can walk up to people at bars and punch him in the back of the head and him also be accused of sexual assault and come back and fight in 2020, I guess he figures so can Floyd Mayweather.
0: Oh, oh, accused and... uh... (laughs) And uh, actually being charged and then carrying out the punishment. Much mm. different. Right, man, we One of c- the fights also against uh, noted uh, homophobe Manny Pacquiao. So he's putting him up on a, on a ledge as well. And I know uh, mm. that you're, if you pay attention to that, you're complicit in both their thoughts and actions.
2: I cannot speak to Manny's community, so I don't think I or my community should be held accountable nice. for Manny's behavior. I'll give you 10 for... A so... But, hey, look, I figured, I'm sure Floyd thought that, well, white America doesn't have a problem with Conor McGregor's terrible behavior. Why should they have a problem with mine? So, I mean. So
0: you're using Conor McGregor as a poor example, for which Floyd Mayweather elevated him as well. Look, Conor McGregor Mm -hmm. is uh, the face of the
2: UFC, if I'm not mistaken. A Uh, league that you uh, happily promote on this program. And shall we go down the history of domestic violence in the UFC? Because I got time.
0: Just say things. Now to say things?
1: <laughs> is Greg Hardy in the UFC? Mm-hmm. Greg Hardy is
2: black. A fighter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? First and foremost he is. He's a fighter so. first yeah. and foremost.
2: That's very apparent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I we don't have to. I find Floyd Mayweather's behavior abhorrent. Okay. You find it what? Abhorrent. Spell that please. A B H O. Then why do your B's sound like P's? And
1: T. Abhorrent. Uh. All right, Travis, you win 580 to 560. I can't listen to you say that word anymore. This is enough. It's (laughs) too much. You win the month of November. Woo-hoo! Celebrate good times. Pow, pow! Now that, nope. Oh, you lost points. Watch yourself. Oh, you're dancing when you should just hand the ball to the ref. Mm (laughs) Okay. Let's (laughs) back out now. Be careful. I have access to that scoreboard still for the rest of the show. That's true. So watch uh, speaking of watch score... yourself, McCoy. Real speaking quick. Speaking of
2: scoreboards. Oh, Go you got ahead. something. You got a commercial. <laughs> you got a commercial you got to run? I was going to say, speaking of scoreboards. Please. It wasn't a pretty one at Faroe Field this Saturday. As the Mizzou Tigers. Oh, they're black and white now. Oh, okay. okay. As the season gets worse, so they lose color in is. their photos. Uh-huh. Mizzou, 20. Tennessee Volunteers, 24. As the race to the bottom is near its end.
0: No, they're doing this for a draft, draft position. They <laughs> <laughs> get a big draft pick. They get the best player out of uh, Utah. That's right. <laughs> Mizzou uh, will take on Arkansas
2: this Friday mm-hmm. and Fayetteville. Fayetteville. And the big Arkansas-Mizzou rivalry that just continues to heat up year after year. Arkansas 2-9. Mizzou 5-6. and six.
0: So what, need a
2: win to be bowl eligible.
0: But would Mizzou even get to go to a bowl if they're bowl eligible? Well, that's a good question, Chris. Because they haven't we have said yet to heard uh, for to the hear. Appeal.
2: Yeah, we haven't heard from the NCAA in regards to their postseason ban appeal. So it may not all matter at the end of the day. Uh, but as I've said before in this program, I could not be more excited for how the Tigers are playing, mm. and that you got to get the bat out. You know, after a long night of drinking. You know, in order for you to recoup to get really feeling better, you gotta vomit all the nasty out. You gotta get it out your system.
1: Do you or do get, you just start drinking again? That's uh, what I would do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Depends. I was just
2: thinking of finding a way to cleanse yourself. And I believe that's what the Missouri Tigers are currently doing. Hmm. Lose. Have people not show up to Ferro? Foreau was empty. Woo, I love seeing them empty seats. Oh, because boy. at the end of the day, that's what drives decisions. It's you can't keep rewarding these. Teams and these coaches who just are happy to just throw money at a situation if the fans continue to show up, if the boosters continue to show up. An empty stadium I means that's an embarrassment, especially on national television. So you see all those empty seats? Ooh, the white folks today. Ooh, boy. oh the athletic department is ashamed. Ooh, you're seeing empty seats at the basketball arena. you see seeing empty seats at the football. They know changes are going to have to be made. Are you
1: trying to get Conzo Martin fired? I'm just saying,
2: Conzo. Look, I love you. You're my boy. But uh, this can't. You can't just keep rolling around with empty stadiums. Why not? That seems to uh, not make the the rich folk happy. It embarrasses them. Rich people don't like to be embarrassed. Rich people are getting embarrassed as Mizzou continues to well, look like shit. Why are you like
1: falling for the trap of capitalism?
2: No, capitalism rules the world. I didn't make the rule. No, it doesn't. Sure the hell didn't. All I'm saying <laughs> is, I'm, I'm hoping, look, Which and works. I look, and I mean this because I love. Is this the poop
0: for stoops campaign?
2: Poop for stoops, baby. Pig
1: suey! Go Arkansas Razorbacks. You know what? Race he, to the bottom. Go ahead and put it away. Pig suey, I always think of Dana Altman. Do you know who Dana Altman is? He's uh, the head. For basketball coach,
2: is he at, where's he, at, Oregon now? He's at
1: Oregon, but he was at Creighton at one point. Right. And he had taken the Arkansas job, flown down to Fayetteville, conducted a news conference, stood on a stage and did whoa pig suey, and then decided he didn't want the job and went back to Omaha and stayed at Creighton. And it's always been weird to me that he stood on a stage and did whoa pig suey and then didn't take the job. That's funny. And went back to Creighton. That is so fun. So when I hear that, I always think of Dana Altman in my head, because I was watching that live when it happened. and That was so weird to me. Now it is the it is, and it's,
2: and I do not and I like and I feel like we have to say this every show every time we bring him up. They were required by law. Barry Odom's a nice guy.
0: I don't mean I don't They're
2: know nice why we have guy, to say that so much. Like we I do I think we have to. Okay. Very nice guy. Uh,
1: but Who do you replace him with?
2: Big game Bob, baby. Go ahead, throw money and make him say no to you. Big game, Bob's coaching the XFL. Uh, he is? Wait, no, he's not. No. Wait, he's not? No, okay. he's not. Wait, is he? Let me check and see?
0: Why is he I'll getting his own up. camera for this? I got it. Wait, is he? I don't think so.
2: Nevertheless, somebody that's not Barry Odom. And, and like Dallas I, Renegades. He is the coach? So... So, Bob Stu clearly... He's a
1: general manager, though, too. So, I mean, that's tough to pass uh,
2: yeah. out. I'm sure if Bob Stu's really... Ac- he actually is? Like, he still has a taste for football, apparently. And I would imagine while they're, they're paying that's him... That's weird, right? They're paying him a lot, I'm sure, for a coach in the XFL. But he's not making what he was making at Oklahoma. And clearly, he still wants to coach. And look, I'm not saying Mizzou's the marquee program that he's going to run to. But make him say no to you. Offer him what Bob Stoops is worth and make him say no outside of that you you, you, I mean Barry Odom has had three seasons of five consecutive losses in a season Mm -hmm. that that's (laughs) no I can't no that doesn't work most guys are gone after having two of those types of seasons He's gonna get another one, and then potentially lose some Arkansas if they don't make a if they don't get to six wins.
0: You want to see? It? You want there's to hear?
2: no doubt in my mind. You fire him at the end of the fourth quarter. There's no doubt. Don't even hesitate.
1: You think no, so. You give someone a little dignity. No,
2: you know you give him the Lane Kiffin treatment. Why? You t- hey, get on the cause. You gotta send a message
1: to who? I don't
0: know. Why would the 58-year-old old Mrs. <laughs> Stoops decide this? This is from the Dallas News. Okay. Right this is the right job for him. Stoops mentioned several reasons, including location and productive phone conversations with both Oliver Luck, the CEO, I guess, of the league, XFL, mm-hmm. and XFL founder and chairman, Chair. Vince McMahon. I believe in the guy's success and the way he's done things, Stoops said of McMahon. I have a lot of confidence in him. Stoops added, initially, I was like, I don't think that would be something I would want to do. Then a week later, Oliver called, and we got to talking more about it, and I got to thinking about it more, paid closer attention to it, and talked to my wife more about it, and it clicked. That means they offered him a higher salary. They did,
2: mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm sure he's not making what he made at OU, but he's making a, a decent amount of money to what coach for essentially two and a half months. But I think if he still has a desire, you 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 ask, and you say, "Hey, if there is, what would you need in order for all of this to work?" And if you can accommodate, then so be it. I'm sure he's going to tell you no. I'm sure he's going to lean on the family thing, or he's going to wait until the right job. Maybe. He looks at usc maybe he looks at a bigger program somewhere else in the sec it was in like
1: florida state too got
2: florida state that's potentially open that's a great place tough to recruit but a great place
1: so you think you're going to get bob Stoops? i'm
2: not saying i'm, I'm thinking we're going to get bob students but i think you should at least offer it to bob students you can't continue down this path with barry odom he's not he's done better at recruiting st louis and kansas city but he still is having trouble locking down the border a lot of supreme premium talent is going elsewhere understood
1: that the need to do so
2: marquee talent that are going to major programs around the country and making an immediate impact you got guys from st louis north county going to ohio state going to illinois Making impacts every Saturday, guys who later go on to go in the second or third but round why, of the NFL. Why, you why wouldn't you just want a that?
1: Geographical boundary to dictate your, where the talent is because you're your close. Tax you,
2: base maybe you, and you have you have access. You should have relationships with those coaches in these areas. You should be the marquee program within the neighborhood that says that to kids, weird. "Hey, that's where I want to go." And if you're not that program, I get the history of Ohio State, but you shouldn't be losing out to Illinois. Eh? Why not? Because you should be a better program. You're Missoula, and you're in the SEC, the premier college football conference. You should be able to recruit four- and five-star athletes out of St. Louis. The
1: Big Ten does pretty good. Though.
2: They do yeah. very well, and they have in so. the past. What I'm saying is you need a coach to be able to come in. If you're going to close the gap I think on I, the Georgias and the Floridas, you're going to need that premium St. Louis and Kansas City talent to do so. Okay. Florida does a great job of shutting down their borders. Texas does a really good job of shutting down That's their
1: borders. That's what I'm saying. Is Louisiana. Why are you, why are you limiting yourself? Like, you're not as rich in talent as those states You're not. Were. But you have talented so people, though, in those states. Right. What I'm saying is, why are you limiting yourself to your own borders when you could say, hey, can we find a way to dip into those other places? But I, I don't. I, outside of Texas. Because re- remember, Gary Pinkle, one of the big draws to him in recruiting was he was able to go into Texas. He was right.
2: able to go into Texas.
1: So that's why I'm saying that. And is, I, I,
2: I think the idea is cause that. Because, like, it,
1: if you said that in, like, Wyoming, right. we got to shut down the borders and get... Well, you're not going to... Win a ton of games if you yeah, think you're that gonna, way. you're going to have to
2: definitely create a pipeline <laughs> yeah, elsewhere. Right. But I think in order for you to begin to establish yourself elsewhere, you have to be able to establish yourself at home Unless as well.
1: you're a coach from an area like that, then you've already established that.
2: True. I think that's where I – also think there's a little bit of an embarrassment when – Like, do
1: you take – for me, do you take like a – and this might be a jump for a guy, but he was a, an assistant on an NFL coaching staff. Right. And his – just turned LSU's offense into something he's not even their offensive coordinator he's their passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach and that's Joe Brady um and he has done something to that LSU offense that we haven't seen that kind of dynamic presence from an LSU team even though they've had athletes and have a talent in some time now like I'm game you, for that do you go to it try to do a guy like now yes. maybe LSU is going <laughs> to they're gonna throw, throw a whatever of money, money they're gonna throw a to of money like it. a guy who's throw not even their it. offensive coordinator. But <laughs> they might just because they're ca- they crazy like that. Look, it's kind of
2: embarrassing, though. But I'm it, saying
1: like there's a guy who's established right. himself in Louisiana now. Yeah. To what extent, eh, you don't know. But the name recognition is there, at least in some regards. And,
2: and look, I know they've been making an effort, uh, but the Mizzou football brand in the state of Missouri is pretty shit. When Mike Riley can come up here from OU – and basically take one of your guys Lincoln. who all but verbally uh, – Lincoln Riley, I'm thinking of his – Mike of his, from – Oregon coach, State. Oregon State. But uh, when he can come up to St. Louis and, and take one of your five stars who had verbally committed to your university, and he makes one visit, one visit, and that kid's going to OU, that's, that's a problem. When Ed Orgeron can come up here – Ed Orgeron. Oh, Ed Orgeron's pretty. He's a good
0: personality. I'll give you that. Come on now. But, you, but a, Ed Orgeron. For, and, after, at, and then after his translator tells you what he said.
1: <laughs> who am I going to, who would I rather talk to, Barry Odom or Ed Orgeron? But that's the,
2: exactly. So if it, why continue to bring Barry Odom back when he's going to lose that every time? And when you have an opportunity to bring somebody that can at least, like, at least hang. And Barry Odom's not hanging. He's not even hanging around. And it's just, it's an embarrassment at this point. So go ahead, lose his Friday. Let's turn the page.
0: Uh, we have a. Uh, this is a go, thought. go Tigers! Go By the way, M-, make sure. M I Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brown letting us know that Jerry Glanville is a coordinator for the evil, vile, and stupid Tampa Bay Vipers. B- Vipers, Vipers, you suck! Tom's in a real conundrum. He says, "How a fellow NMU grad could do that to me, I'll never know." <laughs> Northern Michigan. Jerry Glanville. When's the last time you heard that name? I ain't know. i will be really honest with you Good luck,
1: Vipers against. The Battle Hawks. Caw-caw. Caw-caw. That's Is that still going on? That's yeah. the thing? Oh, yeah. I did going go in By the way, go to Buy Jack if you'd like to get any t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, call an order, baby. I got, actually, I have mine on today. There you is. Jerry on Glanville,
0: man. Call on
1: order. Uh, clear to engage.
0: I
2: wouldn't mind zoo
1: Really
0: going crazy.
1: Uh-huh. Hire
2: yourself a brother.
0: Calm down. We saw how that worked out at Stanford. <laughs> hey. Remember that guy? He was the biggest. Ty Willingham? Biggest name on the planet. Notre Dame? Stanford? Where's he at now? That's, That's a good question. <laughs> that did not go well for Ty Willingham. Well, Maybe he's just hanging out because he probably Stanford made a bunch of money has after a brother his time.
1: Brother yeah, they do.
2: Um, Shaw? Is he still there, right? I think so. Yeah. Because he replaced uh, Harbaugh, right?
1: I th- Yeah. So he's still there, th- I think. Um, I think you just have to
2: make I think you guys gotta win
1: seven, eight games
2: at Stanford and have the occasional Ed McCaffrey kid. And
1: you could hire Willie Taggart. He's out of a job at Florida State. Is that what you want? I just want <laughs> why didn't you Barry, answer yes or
2: no? I don't know if Willie Taggart's a
1: yet. Okay, that's all you just say. I, I want you to say it I to just me. Know Willie I don't way. want you to tap dance.
2: But I, I do think Barry Odom is not the answer. And again, nice guy. He should no longer go Magic talk. Johnson? Not the worst idea. Okay. Look, look. Why that... can't
0: you just take a – listen, why can't you take a, a note out of Tennessee? They're they're getting better. They've got T. Martin at the helm, right? Hmm. Yeah. Isn't he? T. Brad Martin. Smith, baby. What are you doing, Brad? Tiger, come home. I you need maybe... a decent
2: office and coordinator and someone that can absolutely – who has the street rep to go into these – Living rooms. T. Martin could be that guy. T. Martin's young guy, has a national championship, is one of the best recruiters in the country.
1: Why not? Why not? Here's why Mizzou fans would like it, because they would know that T. Martin would just be waiting for the Tennessee job. Right. That would be a thing. Though Tennessee is turning the corner with Pruitt. Yeah, we'll see.
2: (laughs) For now. Yeah. As long as Tennessee fans don't think they should be winning a national championship. I've seen DC, how these.
1: Tennessee fans get riled up yeah. by certain personalities yeah, on true. the radio and how quickly uh, their um, hypocrisy can turn on their own hires and such. So, yeah, they can turn at just the drop. I Greg Sciano, I'm going to bring him back in yeah, the fold. Let's remember yeah, how that I've worked. seen it well, happen. It's funny what people rail against and then turn into themselves. So.
2: But they they definitely need a a marquee hire. We've seen what uh, hermet Edwards has done with Arizona State. How about that? Maybe you just don't need. How a are they doing? Pretty good. They upset Oregon we, this weekend.
0: We were not fans of that. We gave them a lot of trouble. <laughs> Said how stupid they were. hermet was done a how out of touch they were. It's worked for that program. How dumb they were. It's worked for that program, mm-hmm. and the kids have
2: resonated and. I have responded, excuse me, because Herm Edwards has resonated with the kids. I don't know. You just need, you need, obviously, the talent. That goes without saying. But Barry Odom, the, the, the rah-rah, you need a guy that just has the credentials. You got, you need a guy with the bling. Like, and if LSU wins it this year and you go out and get their offensive coordinator, that's a, that's a great get for Mizzou. But you need somebody that's got the pedigree. You need someone who's been to SEC championship games. You need the person who's who's beaten the Georgias who's beaten the Floridas, who can stand up against Bama, and there are not a ton of people who can fill that those that can check off those boxes, but you need somebody with some serious credential or someone that's on the rise. Um, and, and that has been a part of these marquee programs. But you can't you can't do this true son shit again. I'm trying to even think is there even if there's a reputable true son presently out there that you will outline.
0: <laughs> I mean you'd have to go with a with a guy that you literally like talked into to even coaching. Right, I don't think there's a coordinator. Think, I mean, Chase Daniel retires and says he wants to coach a, a football team. I mean, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's more of a publicity move, too.
2: Chase Daniel may eventually be a head coach. I don't think Chase Daniel is a head coach right now. Look, why would he? We saw that. We, we see, see what Kelly Moore is doing right now as offensive coordinator. Well, he struggled recently with the Cowboys, but he, he became the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. It's not far fetched to think that Chase Daniels could eventually be an offensive coordinator, thus a head coach. Now whether he want to do that on the college level, come back to Mizzou and do it, I don't know. At least not yet. But I don't even think there's a true son out there presently for Mizzou to tap into. So as long as they cut bait with that bullshit and they find somebody who's on the rise, I'm game. But that shit was embarrassing this weekend. No one was at Bad no news, no one, bro. Yeah,
0: no one. We can uh, senior night.
2: Senior night bad. and no one. That's that's that's,
0: that's bad tough. look. Not fun. Uh, Definitely way more interesting when Mizzou's worth a damn. So uh, big thanks to St. Louis Counseling Services for helping out and sponsoring the show. They're available for you and yours. Check out the website, stlouiscounseling.org online. They've got all their capabilities. And you can see the podcast, Mental Health Matters, where you do that. Uh, Each and every Thursday, we do a comedy show at Sophie's and Gastro Pit. Check those out. We are taking the week off this week for both shows for Thanksgiving. So go get your turkey on. But uh, we're coming back strong on the 5th and the 12th. Great lineups, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's going to be a sweater party on the 12th, so Christmas uh, sweater comedy show. So it's going to be a good time. We'll give you more details throughout the week on that. Gardner, you got anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, I'm good. Hmm.
2: Can I I get to one last thing before we get out of here? Because I think it's a funny story. What's that? It was a fight at Dave and Buster's in Maryland
0: Heights. Yeah, there was. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a guy... (laughs) Our friend (laughs) Stefan Hightower, who's in New York now, said he made a comment about it. And I was like, what is he talking about? What happened?
1: Uh,
2: Several witnesses uh, apparently say that there were at least two fights inside the building involving teenage girls, and the fighting eventually spilled out into the parking lot. This is on uh, Saturday night here in St. Louis, or Maryland Heights. An employee with David Buses confirmed that there was a fight inside the business, and the building was eventually evacuated. There was a large police presence with officers from multiple municipalities on the scene. Why including is the Heights and Missouri State Highway Patrol, police said no one was seriously hurt. The business closed early for the night. It usually closed at 1 a.m.
1: on Saturday. Highway Patrol? Everything? I think that the story, my understanding, is underselling. It says two fights. It's the number of people that were involved in these fights. We're looking Uh, at hundreds. I'm looking at like a hundred is my understanding. Oh, boy, that's a big-ass bra. And And no one was seriously hurt? My understanding was this is an interesting part. Age and race, please. This is allegedly um, that, and maybe I can find a report that might have some of this, but that Dave and Buster's was aware, was tipped off that this was going to happen. Oh, it was a planned thing? Yeah, like, so they were going to do, like, it was going to happen in the parking lot or something like that. The Dave and Buster. But so, so then Dave the and nice Buster's, they, I, I, guess, I guess they have a curfew. They, instead of maybe, in there. maybe saying to the police, hey, we've heard this is going to happen. We could use some assistance. So they got it. Instead of doing that and tipping them off as well, they just simply... I guess put their curfew down by several hours and cut it off at like eight or eight thirty or something like that. So when you do that, that all you've really done is is uh, throw the Hornets nice. Yeah, well, you've done that. You've just you've moved up the kickoff basically. <laughs> you just your start time <laughs> no, got we're earlier. Gonna, we're gonna do a flex. not only we're that, gonna
0: a, we're gonna do a flex time.
1: Your start time no longer is outside. Your start time is inside, mm-hmm. and then filters outside, and then that's why swarms of police cars. Start showing up because of st- like, all, like you probably. Th- now this is my understanding. So once again, this is what I've heard from a couple of people. Um, is there a video not, of this? That I did not see necessarily, but uh, check TikTok, check TikTok. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm guessing that these are teenagers, so, right? Like, now.
1: yeah, when they're saying fights, oh, there was two fights, like. But no one was hurt, so no fighting. Well, maybe they're just not good fighters. Fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Due to a case of pussy ass pillow hands. <laughs> uh, So my understanding was a large group of people, and like I said, they just basically kicked up the start time a little bit when you you make a decision like that instead of like saying, hey, um, we've heard this. We might need some help. Hmm. And once again, that's what's been, I'm saying allegedly because that's what I had heard from several people. I don't know what's the what with all of it. Hmm. Thank you for bringing that up. That's what I heard. Dave and Buster's. Let's go fight. You want to go fight in the parking lot at David oh, Buster's?
0: I yeah, uh, I got no more than like three swings, man.
1: Oh. And it was all girls, I believe. <laughs> Good for the ladies.
0: Look, just like women,
1: they planned ahead.
2: Yeah, really right. Really gives us too like much women. planning. Got too it. much planning got in the way this yeah. time.
1: New meaning to David Bust hers.
0: <coughs> all right, that'll uh, do it.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Big thanks to everybody for tuning in. Just subscribe to the YouTube channel, Midcoast Media, if you haven't yet. And uh, big thanks to everybody for supporting us. Keeping it moving. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. We've got our friend Tracy Henson from KSDK coming on the show to talk meteorology and uh, an issue with the public she had. Thanks, everybody.
1: Peace. bust her. Oh, God.